Welcome to Adulting 101, the weekly workshop-style podcast designed to guide and motivate millennials in all facets of their lives. You're listening to episode 39, How to Start Weightlifting. Whether you're interested in learning how to manage your money, get healthy, or just live a happy and productive life, I've got it all here for you. While I can't confidently say I have it together 100% of the time, I'm happy to share my struggles along this journey. Adulting may be seemingly impossible at times, but it doesn't have to be that hard. So come along with me as I hope to inspire you to finally take control of your life. And if you're not already, please feel free to check out my website, daniellodoesadult.com, and follow me on Instagram, at daniellodoesadult. Without further ado, I'm super excited to have you here today, so let's get into it. Hi everyone, happy Monday, said no one ever. Hope all is well, welcome back to the podcast, super excited that you're tuning in, hey! If you could do me a favor, go ahead, hop on iTunes and leave me a rating and or review there, that would be great, thank you so much. This week's episode comes highly requested. I got a number of messages on both Instagram and Twitter regarding this topic, and it's something that's very close and near and dear to my heart because everyone who knows me knows I love the gym, so I was more than happy to make an episode about it. Also, it's fitting because it's that time of year where people are looking to attempt New Year's resolutions, you know, losing weight, getting fit, whatever it is. So we're just going to jump right in, and I want you to raise your hand wherever you are, driving, laying in your bed, sitting on your couch, whatever. Put your hand in the air if getting fit was on your horizon for 2018. If it was, that's great. If it wasn't, that's fine too. Maybe this episode will give you some motivation to make it so. Because, as I discussed last week, it is never too late to start setting new goals. So... In an age that is absolutely full of Fitspo Instagrammers and fitness YouTubers, it can quickly become an information overload if you are someone who is new to the hashtag FitLife. If you're a newbie, you've likely found yourself asking these questions. Should I do more cardio? How many crunches do I need to do before I get abs? What does this machine do? How do I lift these dumbbells? Or some variation of those questions. Being new to the gym can be scary, and it can be really overwhelming. I get it. I've been there. So this week, I've put together seven of my best tips to help you face your anxiety and get started on achieving your fitness goals. So the first thing I want to encourage you all to do is to focus on yourselves. The number one fear stopping people from their fitness journey and really stopping them from trying anything new in their life is usually the fear of judgment. Too often, people say that their fear of other people watching them in the gym is what's prevented them from starting. And you're probably thinking, oh, if I don't know what I'm doing, people are going to laugh at me. But I'm here to discredit that right off the bat and just tell you that that is not true. Most people are in the gym for the same reason. They all want to better themselves. Similar to how you may be obsessing over what people are thinking about you, those people are actually too busy focusing on themselves to even worry about what you're doing. Focus on your own mission, your own goals, and your own vision for how you want your fitness to progress. Worrying about other people's hypothetical thoughts is only going to hinder your own progress. Take it from someone like me who works 40 hours a week, volunteers on the side, I'm a part-time firefighter, I don't have a lot of free time. So when I'm in the gym, I have that one hour to get my workout done. So quite frankly, I don't have the time to sit around and see what other people are doing. And most likely that's the situation for a lot of people who are in the gym. I get to the gym, I grind it out, and I go home. So you need to remember that you can go, do your workout, and get it done. Quit worrying about what other people are doing. 
My next tip, and this is probably for me the most important one to give you, especially if you're new to the gym, is to make sure you're sticking to the basics. Despite the fancy techniques and cool videos you see from your favorite fitspos and whatever they're doing on Instagram, at the end of the day, it's the simplest moves that are going to get you the results you want. Attempting these fancy moves, especially when you're new and haven't nailed down the proper technique or form, is 100% a recipe for injury. You need to focus on understanding the different muscle groups and exercises for each, what exercises complement each other, and so on, in order to create a foundation on which you can build later. So I'm not saying don't do those moves at all, but you need to focus on the basics first before you go out and start doing friggin' backflips or whatever. Honestly, 100% I would recommend bodybuilding.com as a great resource to teach you basic exercises. I used that when I first started, and it was a game changer. Now... I know it's easy for me to say, but I'm just going to put this into perspective for you. So I've been consistently going to the gym now for almost four years. And when I first started for the first entire year, I followed a basic routine. This meant old school dumbbell curls, tricep extensions, chest press with dumbbells, like the most basic exercises for almost an entire year before I even thought about moving outside of that. Aside from, quote, looking cool, half the exercises I see these girls on YouTube and Instagram doing provide zero extra physiological benefit as the regular exercise would. They literally, the only purpose they have is that they look cool for the video. So what I'm encouraging you to do is to get that basic understanding so you can take things with a grain of salt, educate yourself, and not set yourself up for injury. Along these lines in terms of like things you see promoted on the internet is my third tip and that is to forget about supplements. I remember when I first started going to the gym, so like I said, that was about four years ago, I was laying on my friend's living room floor, who, mind you, was a pretty serious bodybuilder at the time, and I was just so excited about starting my fitness journey that I started hounding him with questions about, like, what kind of protein powder should I buy? Should I get BCAAs? Do I need pre-workout? So on and so on. Because I had seen so many of these girls that I was following on Instagram promoting them, so I was like, I must need these in order to be successful in the gym, right? Wrong. Yes, I believe that supplements can help you, but not until you get your bearings. Supplements are just that. They are meant to supplement your activity and your diet. So until you know what you're even doing, there's no sense in adding to the confusion. Further to that, if you're just someone who's recreationally approaching fitness, which I'm sure most of you listening are, be wary of the supplements you buy into. I went through a good two-year period where I spent hundreds, if not thousands of dollars on different supplements only later to ditch nearly everything entirely because fitness isn't my career. I'm not training for a bikini competition, and I was able to see results without the need for doling out all of this cash. Yes, now I occasionally will use protein powder to supplement my diet if I feel like I didn't get enough protein in, but that's about it. If I need an energy boost before a workout, I'm more likely to drink coffee than I am pre-workout because pre-workout gives me the weirdest jitters. And quite frankly, my diet is good enough now that I'm most likely getting all the branched chain amino acids and vitamins and everything else that I need from food alone. So again, on that note, on the lines of nutrients and a good diet, my fourth tip is to encourage you to eat well, but also remember to treat yourself. The quote, abs are made in the kitchen is cliche, but it's also true. It is absolutely impossible to out-train a bad diet. No matter how much effort you put into your training, eating poorly is going to hinder your potential. Now, don't get me wrong. I am 100% team donut, so don't assume that you have to give up all things good and delicious. 
All I'm saying is that you should focus on maintaining a balanced diet and try to eat as many whole foods as possible. I do not encourage any extreme diets. In fact, I don't encourage diets at all. No low carb, no gluten free, no shakes for meal replacements or anything along those lines, typically because those do not work. Focus on making individual swaps and over time they're just going to become more natural and it'll be easier. Remember that no healthy lifestyle is worth it if it prevents you from living a life that you love. Trust me. In the past, I skipped out on a number of social events, a number of slices of pizza, of drinks with friends, in fear that it was going to destroy my fitness goals. So I want to encourage you to not follow in my footsteps. Focus on the 80-20 rule, which is 80% whole foods, 20% whatever you want, and you're still going to reach your fitness goals with ease. Tip number five is to take rest days. As tempting as it can be in the beginning when you're so hyped up to train six or seven days a week, you should not do that. Your body needs time to recover. Despite the fact that in your schedule you planned out you were going to go to the gym every day between Monday and Friday, if Thursday rolls around and you're feeling sore, skip it. By overtraining, you're not doing your body any favors. Your muscle needs time to repair and recover and rebuild. In order to see progress, you got to give it that time. If you're having difficulty lifting your arms the day after a killer workout, you're better off to take a rest day because no workout is better than some half-assed struggle. Tip number six, I want to talk about measuring progress, and that is to ditch the scale. It might go without saying, but weight is really not a measure of physical fitness. I know people who would be considered obese that can run marathons, and I also know people who are very skinny and can't run for more than a minute. So how much you weigh is really not indicative of what kind of shape you're in. I used to obsess over the scale. I tracked it through the MyFitnessPal app along with my meals every single day so that I could watch the little graph go down, 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 down until I reached my goal weight, thinking, woohoo, I'm getting fit. But Flash forward now a couple of years, and I can't even remember the last time I stepped on a scale. Maybe a month ago? I don't know. Anytime I do it now is just for fun when my boyfriend weighs himself and is like, Ooh, look, I lost 10 pounds. And I'll be like, look, I probably weigh the same. Anyway, it doesn't even cross my radar to be like something I would do on a daily basis. That just seems so odd to me now. Over the past year, I've just been focusing on physical changes, and I've noticed a definite increase in muscle definition. My clothes fit a lot better, and I found a newfound freedom in my eating habits now that I don't stress out so much about what I'm eating. I just kind of listen to my body, enjoy it, stop eating when I'm full, and still treat myself to all those goodies that I love. The scale is not a measure of progress, and to be honest, right now I'm probably 10 pounds heavier than I was at the peak of my obsession, but I look pretty much the same, if not more defined, really. So progress pictures and actual physical measurements, like using a measuring tape, are the most accurate method for determining your progress. I swear, progress pictures change my perception of absolutely everything. My last tip for you is a really important one as well. I say this about every tip, but they're also important, and that is to find what you love. Weightlifting is not for everyone, despite the title of this episode. Personally, I started with at-home workouts, and I hated it. I could never get the motivation to push myself, and so I would run through one set of an exercise, or it would be like a HIIT workout where it's divided into, say, three sets. I would do the first set and be like, nah, well, I tried, turn it off, roll into bed, and then that was it. 
But that's not to say that that's not going to work for you. Some people have such crippling anxiety, they can't go to the gym. I get that. Then I encourage you to get on YouTube and find the workouts that work for you. After I went through that online phase, I tried fitness classes. And for me, I didn't like the lack of control when it came to what exercises we were doing and the pace we were moving at. However, for other people, some people need that guidance. So if that works for you, then I encourage you to get out there and do that. For me, I fell in love with the intensity of weightlifting, learning how to push myself to lift more weight and feeling like an absolute badass when I hit a new PR. I remember the day when I first deadlifted, it was like 150 pounds, but I was like so excited. I'm texting my dad like, I just lifted more than I weigh and I was so hyped. And I think for me, that is the part I love the most about weightlifting. However, on the flip side, I also love yoga, which might seem counterintuitive, but it poses a whole different challenge. It teaches flexibility, it teaches stillness, and it really teaches muscle endurance. I don't think people understand how physically challenging yoga really is. That being said, you need to experiment. I didn't just try something once and know that I loved or hated it. I tried over the course of the last four years, many, many different things, many different times. If something isn't working for you, just be open to trying something else. Just because your favorite fitness person on the internet isn't into something like, say, spin class, doesn't mean you can't give it a try. Your fitness journey is just that, yours. Yours to discover, yours to create, and yours to love. I really hope that you guys could take something away from this episode. I'm sorry it was so long. I just am really passionate about the fitness lifestyle and I really want to encourage others to get into it. If you have any further questions, you can always follow up with me through DM on Instagram. You can email me, whatever works for you, and I will try my best to help you out. That is it for this week. Thank you so much for listening. And I will talk to you again next Monday. As always, you can find me on Instagram. That's at Danielle Does Adult. On Twitter and Snapchat, that's at Danielle Ryan. Danielle has two A's in it. You can email me, that's danielle at daniellodoesadult.com or just head to my website, daniellodoesadult.com. I will post the notes for this there on Friday. Thanks again so much, and I will talk to you all soon. Bye.